You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. So today I want to talk about some very, very important things that are important to change if you want to fully embrace becoming the CEO of your business. These are things that have come up today in my coaching sessions with women, in my Voxers, in my conversations with my peers. So this is not something that just only resonates with me or with the people that I coach, but collectively what I have seen across the board for the past several years while I've been in this space, this this honorable space to be able to mentor and coach and guide and consult with so many women, there is a theme that really holds people back from becoming and that's around change. So I'm going to talk about some very specific changes that you need to learn to embrace and give yourself permission to change in order to make forward motion happen, in order to create momentum into becoming this version of yourself that you want to become. Because one or three or five of the things I'm gonna talk about today are going to resonate with you. There is no way that you're listening to this podcast and one of these things does not resonate with you deeply because I hear it time and again, I experience it time and again, I've been there, I've walked this walk, I continue to walk this walk, but I'm really passionate about talking about changing because changing is part of becoming and you all are becoming the next level versions of yourself, right? This is everything that I embody in in terms of my coaching and my approach to things. It's about the fact that you already exist and you have more than enough. You have all the enoughness in the world, but there are things that are holding you back and keeping you stuck. And that's part of what I do and what my magic is, is really allowing you to envision what's possible and that you already have enough. And how do we start to make momentum to create these changes so that you can become finally this version of yourself that you have longed to become for so long, right? There is a really good chance that you're sitting here today and you are thinking, that you want to be more of something, more of the CEO of your business or more in alignment or you want to have more money or whatever the thing is, but there are some changes that have to be initiated in order to make that possible. And a lot of those changes live with you. They sit on your shoulders and you are probably telling yourself some stories as to why those changes aren't possible or why you're not worthy of them. So that's what I want to talk about today. So saddle up. We're going to talk about changing. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about and probably the most important, is changing your mind. It's okay if you change your mind. You may find that you have a lot of resistance to changing your mind because you decide to do something and therefore it becomes the holy grail. And if you change your mind, you are going to let someone down, let yourself down, disappoint someone. You are going to put out a certain type of perception in the world. I want you to ask yourself if that's really true. Is anybody actually gonna care 
if you change your mind? Is it more detrimental to do the thing for the sake of doing the thing versus change your mind? As the CEO of your business, changing your mind is okay. And oftentimes it's necessary and oftentimes it's strategic and oftentimes it is for the better. So I want you to right now today, give yourself permission to change your mind. You may find that you have a lot of stuff that comes up around this because maybe you had a parent or a teacher or someone that said things like, you're always changing your mind. You need to decide something and you need to stick to it. Okay. I've heard that before in my life. Lots of times I have a hard time changing my mind, but I have learned that changing my mind is often necessary in my business. Just because I decided to do a thing doesn't mean that I have to. I'm the boss. I want you to look at how you slip back into an employee mindset when you don't give yourself permission to change your mind. As the visionary, as the person in charge, as a CEO, whatever you want to give that label to, you get to decide what you do. You get to decide how you show up. You get to decide if you want to change your mind. And I think that also giving your clients permission to change their mind is really important too, because so often we do things because we said that's what we were going to do. And so we need to follow through. So for instance, maybe you decide that, you know what, in quarter four, I am going to invest in this program, whatever it might be. We'll just throw out a hypothetical there. You're going to learn how to be a world-class goat trainer. All right. We're going to just talk about something that has nothing to do with most of our business models. And then Q3 rolls around and you are not feeling it. You don't really want to train the goats anymore. You found something else that you have a lot more excitement about or more joy, or you don't have the finances to do it. It's okay if you change your mind. It doesn't matter that you told your husband and that you told your team and that you talked about on social media. Nobody's going to care the way that you think that they're going to. They're actually going to be excited for you. They are going to support you. How many times have you been so scared to tell somebody you really don't want to do something or that you've changed your mind only to find out that they actually really support you? So I want you to give yourself permission to change your mind because it is really important in order to honor your vision and your mission and and most importantly, your values, right? If something doesn't feel good to you anymore for whatever reason, you get to decide that, hey, I'm not going to do this thing. And nobody's going to give you a ticket. Nobody's going to give you a citation. (laughs) And nobody's going to love you any less. So I have had this conversation with a lot of women this week about changing their mind about various things, topics. And it's really interesting when we look at our Enneagram numbers, right? Uh, When it comes to changing our mind and how that decision to not do something will maybe impact how we think people are going to feel about us or perceive us. Maybe it's tied to how likable we are or our worthiness. A lot of that, most of that is stories we're telling ourselves, projections. It's coming from limiting beliefs, which are tied to things that happened to us long ago and stories that our mind continues to tell us and beliefs that we are carrying forward, which impacts our mindset, which is how we respond to something, right? So this is all intricately intertwined. So I want you to start being aware of, am I giving myself permission to change my mind? That one's pretty simple, but it's really, really, really big and really important. So if you do nothing else and you stop listening to the podcast right now, I have given you a gift of allowing yourself to finally give yourself permission as a CEO of your business to change your mind when you want to, because you make good decisions. You have all of the tools that you need in order to make the right decisions for you. Nobody else does. You need to learn to trust yourself. And this is a message I have to work on all the time. This is a narrative that I'm still learning, but I'm sharing this because it comes up across the board regardless of what stage of business you're at, regardless of what type of business you have, regardless of how much revenue you're generating. We as women, as people who serve other people first, have a hard time changing our mind because we 
usually don't want to let people down, or there is some preconceived notion around that. So number one, give yourself permission to change your mind. Okay, so the second one is changing your offers. Just because today your offer stack looks like you have a strategy session, you offer retainer online business management services, and you have a VIP day does not mean that you can't change your offers tomorrow. You get to change your offers. If you find something that speaks to you in a deeper way, that brings more joy and more alignment and is more aligned with your core values, then change your mind and change your offers, okay? You get to change your offers. If you learn a new skill or you find that there is a way that you really light up when you work with clients and you're much more efficient, if you're doing in the weeds implementation work and it doesn't bring you joy and in fact you dread it, you get to change your offers. Come talk to me about doing the Consulting Framework Accelerator the next time we launch it. You get to change how you show up and deliver amazing results to people. So just because you have always offered these specific packages or these ways of working with clients, you can change it. You can change it anytime you want because you are the one who calls the shots. You're the one who takes the risks. You are not the employee of your business. You're the CEO. You get to plan and decide and dictate what you put out there in the world. So you have permission right now to start changing your offers if you feel like it. I'm not saying that you should you should or you should run out and blow up your entire offer stack, but I want you to look at what am I possibly not doing because I'm scared to give myself permission to change around my offers. Here's another fun one. This is number three. I want you to give yourself permission to change your title. So if you have been a virtual assistant for years and that's what everybody knows you as, but you don't identify with that because you're doing so much more in terms of management or operational support or strategic advising, and you want to call yourself something different, you get to start showing up as the person that you want people to know you as. Just because people knew you as a virtual assistant doesn't mean they have to continue to know you as that. I can't tell you how many times a week I work with women who are clearly not virtual assistants. They haven't been for years. They are working as online business managers or directors of operations or whatever the thing is. And they tell me, people still come into my inbox, want to set up a discovery call with me, and they know me as a virtual assistant. Change it. Change that narrative. Make sure that you're making that clear. What does your title say? What are you calling yourself? And I'm not a big fan of titles. I could care less what somebody's title is. But if you no longer want to identify with a certain title in terms of how people are going to assume you work with them, make sure you're giving yourself permission to change it. Make sure you're showing up different. I'm not talking about changing your title on your email signature. I'm talking about how you're showing up and talking about what you do. Make sure people understand I no longer offer virtual assistant services. I'm grateful for that experience and the clients I've met, but I've evolved in the way that I'm able to gather results and show joy in the way that I'm working with clients. And here's what it looks like. Call me your ops director. Call me your strategic partner. I don't care, but virtual assistants are important people. We love them. Businesses rely on them. That's not what I offer in terms of my services anymore. Give yourself that permission if that's what your story is. I just use that as an example, but it's one I hear a lot. All right. So we've talked about changing your mind, changing your offers, changing your title. Anybody guess what the next one's going to be? Changing your beliefs and your mindset. You can change them. Just because you had a belief last week about the fact that you're not good on sales calls does not mean that you have to have that belief this week. Change it. Work on your mindset a little bit every single day. Decide that, you know what, I want to be more confident on sales calls. Do the work. Role play. 
Write down all the reasons you're amazing. Make sure that you have a good process in terms of how you are able to gather information prior to a discovery call with someone. Write down all the things that you need to know on that discovery call in order for you to make an informed recommendation of how you can work together. Make yourself a little checklist. Write sticky notes that you put on your computer. Dance around before the call. I don't know what it is that you need to do. And by the way, those are all things that I've done before. But commit to changing your beliefs and your mindset because I don't care how confident you are or how much of an abundance mindset you have. It can be amplified. It can be improved. I work on mine every single day. Am I anywhere near the level that I want to aspire to be? Absolutely not, because I don't even know what that looks like. I just know that there's more. There's more work to be done. And I just subscribe to the fact that I'm going to get a little bit better every single day because that's what I can do. And that feels doable. And that doesn't feel heavy. And when I really embrace that that thought process of, okay, I'm just going to get a little bit better, that 1% idea, right, that they talk about in Atomic Habits, James Clear, love you, that for me, changed everything. I'm like, okay, I can subscribe to 1% better. Like that's doable. I can't be 50% better than I was yesterday. That'll never happen. Then I'll feel like I'm failing, right? So so really looking at, I want to change my beliefs and my mindset. I don't want to carry forward the same things that I have believed in the past. I want to really truly believe that my offers get magnificent results for my clients. I don't want to subscribe to this idea of, oh my gosh, I'm not enough, or the imposter syndrome is always ruling my decisions, or that I need more experience in order to make transformations. I want you to want to break down those fences that are holding you back from reaching your true potential, all right? Because you already have enough. You have what it takes. We just need to work on doing the work to amplify this amazingness that already exists within you. This is the last one I'm going to talk about today. I want you to also give yourself permission to change your pace. This comes as something that is really, really important to me right now. This is important for a couple of my clients. It's okay to want to slow down. And in fact, it's necessary Slowing down, resting, that is a form of self-care, but it's also something that's going to come up as a season in your business. You're going to notice that certain times of the year, you're going to want to slow down. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to your body's need to slow down because I will be the first to tell you, I resist that like crazy. It feels uncomfortable, but every time I truly lean into slowing down, amazing things happen on the other side of that, right? The new ideas that come out. I feel rejuvenated and rested. I've given my mind a break. I've just given in to trusting the process. And oh my goodness, what happens as a result of that always blows my mind. But it's really, really hard for us as women who wear a lot of hats as wives, moms, caretakers, amazing friends, right? Business owners, all the things to also give ourselves permission to slow down. Because I bet you that if you're anything like me, you associate slowing down as reducing output because output would be directly tied to revenue and potential. Those are narratives that we have to change, especially as CEOs of our business. Just because you slow down mentally does not mean that you are going to reduce potential in your business in terms of revenue or growth. All right. In fact, it means quite the opposite. And I bet you that you have magnificent systems and processes in place that are going to allow your business to continue moving forward. And when you think about your definition of a successful CEO, the ones that really, really, truly embody what it means to be a leader, they take time to spend with their families. They take 
time to rest. We all know those CEOs that just constantly hustle and and they never slow down. None of us are showing up in our business to say, I want to become that. We want to become the person who has some type of work-life balance. And I just did a podcast on this. You know how I feel about that as well. I don't believe that that is a state that we achieve. It's more of a balance that we can ebb and flow with, right? And so when your body is telling you, I need to slow down, your mind is telling you, I need to slow down, you need to trust that you have systems and processes and a viable business and a great reputation that is going to continue to sustain itself, especially in rest, okay? Rest is important. Slowing down is important. Changing your pace is important. Giving yourself permission to change the pace is such a fundamentally powerful piece of growth. And it's what people do who really, really are invested in creating a business that supports their lifestyle. Because if we are subscribing to always hustling, then why are we doing it? And this is not to shame the hustle culture because there are going to be periods in your business where you're going to have to hustle, but it should not be a constant. That's what I have to say about hustle. So that'll be a whole different podcast for a whole different day. But today, what I want you to think about are these these changes and this, this embracing the idea of change that you need to at least open your mind to in order to step into that next level version of your CEO self. So we talked about changing your mind. We talked about changing your offers, changing your title or how people are viewing you in the world, changing your beliefs and your mindset and changing your pace. So today's podcast is about change. It's about embracing that idea that it's okay to change things. Change is growth. Change is important. And you get to shout from the, from the rooftops that you love change as a CEO of your business. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you right here next week with some simple strategies to help you rewire your mindset. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.